In studio with me is some very valued partners, and that is Kim Sturtz and Mark Cook. You've been a partner for the with the Americhicks for many years, really, and we greatly or I greatly appreciate that because uh, we're entrepreneurs. And uh, one of the things that, which is great is I buy my time, which means I have full editorial control. But the negative is I buy my time. So, you know, I, I, I have partners. And I just want to say thank you because you guys are just really, really wonderful partners. And I, I really appreciate it. We love being a part of this. Yeah. And uh, so it's, a, it's exciting. Uh, but let's, let's talk about your business. Uh, you know, I've known you, Kim, for a number of years. And you have just you just have this heart for your clients, and uh, you two together just make this great team. Uh, and so, what would you say that your? I mean, I know what your strengths are, and that is you just care so much. But you really walk people through the process, don't you? We do, we do. Um, it can, you know, it's the biggest financial pr- purchase that people make in their lives. So it's nerve wracking for them. Sometimes they just really want to have their hands held. So. Both Mark and I are very good at doing that. Um, we don't send someone to our on, online application, you know, where they're trying to fill something out and be kind of confused about everything. Mm-hmm. We just walk them through the whole process. And that's really, really important. And, and so, I mean, sometimes this, people may only get a mortgage once or twice in their life. Correct. And so this is really important to get it right. And that's why working with professionals with years of experience is a, is a good idea. And then, Mark, your strength, I mean, you guys really complement each other. So what would, what would you say is your strength? That's a really good question. <laughs> but I think my strength is it's similar to Kim's, you know, dealing with uh, the clients, understanding their particular situation, um, make them feel comfortable in the loan process because you find that you're really digging into financial history they have that they probably wouldn't even share with. It's personal, isn't it? Yes. yes really, personal. really personal. And, um, and so getting pre-qualified, we have talked about this. We had Karen Levine on earlier this week talking about that crazy initiative 300, <laughs> uh, which is that um, you know, situation where homeless people could basically camp on the sidewalk in front of people. And, and I've noticed the signs out there. It says, we can do better. That's for sure. And Karen, you know, just a note on that. She, she really finally nailed it down. And that is, is, you know, we care about the homeless, but this doesn't help the homeless and it hurts property owners. So that was just a note on that. It's so important to work with the... We live in Denver, so we have a huge vested interest in whether this goes through or not. I th- do you, how, Kim, what do you think? Do you think people are getting informed on this? Do you think they understand what's, what it really means? Well, I'm seeing more and more signs in the neighborhood, and I haven't seen one that said yes on 300, so yeah. I would say they are. Well, and the other thing uh, to our listeners, just to bring out, which is so kind of dangerous, and yesterday we had uh, Jamie Cutter on, who's the owner of uh, Corner Bakery. They have f- uh, five corner bakeries here in the metro area. And their business down on the 16th Street Mall was targeted. And for 10 months, every Sunday, uh, Occupy Denver organized people to get out in front of their businesses. It really hurt their business. And um, so I think we, we kind of need to understand, you know, what this could do to businesses, what this could do to homes. Um, but what I've learned on this, this is unique through, from anything else out in the country. And it has a civil rights component. So, for example, if somebody was camping out in front of your house and the police were called or a, uh, an agency that works with the homeless to try to help them would come to them and say, you know, maybe you know, might want to move, 
they at that point could say that their civil rights are being violated. And then you've got all of that, you know, that uh, legal action there. And it's only here in in Denver that this is in here. So this this 300 is dangerous. So we need to make sure that we are informing our neighbors about what this really, really means. And one other thing, um, Peter uh, Wall with the Denver Metro Realtors Association had said that in Denver, we do a lot for the homeless. We spend, uh, the city and county of Denver spend $20,000 per homeless person, and they only spend uh, $12,000 per DPS student. So we do need to know that there is money going towards addressing that. So I kind of digressed a little bit on that, but that was a, speaking of (laughs) homes and homelessness, let's talk about getting people into homes. And uh, Mark Cook, there are some new programs out there to get people into their own home, right? Yeah, we're adding some new programs to our fold, and one is, uh, which has always been a difficult thing, people in the marijuana industry have a very hard time getting loans for a home. So, And it's a big business. I saw a sign that said it's going to be like, I don't know, I think like a billion dollars or something here right. in Colorado. So, you know, it's frustrating for those folks trying to get into a home, so... We do have some new programs rolling out that will allow people with some restrictions, okay. make sense restrictions. That when you say new programs, is that coming from? I mean, who's financing that? Just banks or? No, it's actually a conventional program, so it's backed by Fannie and Freddie. Okay. Okay. So, you know, things are loosening up. I mean, there's ten states I think in the country that allow marijuana, either medical or recreational. Mm-hmm. So. I think this will grow. No pun intended. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's good. So, you know, part of it, too, is that, you know, you can't be a, a business owner if you own more than 25% of the marijuana business that you're utilizing mm-hmm. for qualifications, then you be, you're self-employed, and you can't use that. Because part of the problem, it's a cash-based business. Right. So the banks, and you hear about banks not wanting to open accounts, it's because it's their money laundering going. Right. So it becomes more of a challenge trying to document where are those funds coming from. Does that put the bank at risk then on potential money laundering? Or well, I think there's a fear there. I mean, sure. they could get audited or, you know, accounts have been shut down because they said, no, we, we don't want to take the risk. Okay. So, uh, Kim, what about people that are not in the marijuana business? Talk. I mean, are there programs? I think I saw a sign the other day where... And people were able to get in with not a whole lot of money down. Well, there are first-time home buyer programs, and you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. But um, there's down payment assistance. There are there are um, income restrictions on those, which makes it a little more difficult for you know those of us, or not a, not of us, <laughs> but people that make um, a little more money. But we're having some in addition to the new program that Mark just talked about. I kind of like to call it "What's Old Is New Again." Okay. And um, back prior to the crash, we had what was called subprime lending. Okay. That created a lot of the crash. Okay. So what they're doing is, at least this is what we're calling it, is we're calling it versus subprime, we're calling it like expanded prime, near prime, and non-prime. So that enables somebody that's had some recent credit issues to get into a house. We don't have anything that says you can, you know, buy a house if you had a bankruptcy or foreclosure yesterday. 
But this is just going to enable the people that really suffered from the crash, because the crash continued. And, you know, we may have seen that uh, the stock market start to recover in 2009, et cetera, but foreclosures, bankruptcies, et cetera, went on for much longer than that. So that's coming back. Um, we're having, we have two programs that are interest-only loans. You have to qualify at the actual mortgage payment, but where I think an interest-only loan, and I tend to be fairly conservative. Right, I know. But Mark and I actually did an interest-only loan back in 2007 when he had first come into the business. It made sense for us to do. So it works great for, let's say, your kid is just going into college. Okay. I need to, I need to buy a new car. Um, I want to max out my retirement account. So what happens is, is for 10 years, you make your payment based on interest only. And it's a significant difference. Okay. I meant to calculate this morning exactly how much, okay. and I forgot to, Good. but it's significant. Okay. And then after that 10-year period ends, we have a 40-year term and a 30-year term. So if you chose a 30-year mortgage, then you have to start repaying the interest based on a 20-year repayment. So okay. it could get a little pricey. Okay, okay. But I think it's a great thing. Or, or if, if you're in medical school, you're a resident, you know. So then that way you could get into a home, is what you're saying. And then as you might get your, you know, those big kind of life events past you. Exactly. But that way you're for sure in a home. Exactly. Okay, well, that's really interesting. Quickly, um, because we're going to go to Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management in just a minute. Mark Cook, what do you think about interest rates? What's, what's going on with interest rates? Well, it's been interesting because early part of the year, we actually see, saw rates going down when they were predicted to go up. Right, so okay. we saw levels that weren't, we hadn't seen in probably 18 months. But now we're seeing them go back up. Now, is that going to continue? I hear so much regarding that fact. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know because everything is... I thought you had a crystal ball abnormal. in your office. No. It's very <laughs> it broke. almost it abnormal broke. <laughs> what we're seeing in the market. So I, I don't have that crystal ball. But rates are still historically low, and I think it's still a great opportunity for people to utilize it and get into a home. So if they can take a look at it, if it works for them financially, they can get into a home instead of throwing money down on rent. And uh, so really, I think having a convert, you know, that's what we're all about is having conversations. And I know that you guys would have a conversation with people that are are interested or if they might want to refinance or those kinds of things. So, uh, Kim, how can people reach you? 303-888-2732. Okay, again? 303-888-2732. And Mark, how can people reach you? Us, 303-517-7173. And they say, say it twice. 303-517-7173. Okay, well, it's great to have you in studio with me.